welcome. This series is hosted by Alexander Strathdee and Rashav Kanal, two seniors from Virginia Tech who combined have interviewed with the top Fortune 500 companies, including Google, Microsoft, LinkedIn, Amazon, and many more. They received multiple job offers before locking in their final one. Learn about all the skills, the tips, and tricks. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to present to you Rashad Pinal and Alexander Strathy. You're a motivated individual, but motivation's fleeting. There's so much unstructured time, an hour here, an hour there. What do you do? How do you fit that time and get to the end of the day finding yourself at a place of rest because you milked every second of life out of today. Yeah, we don't mean to be those people, those you know, inspirational guys, you know, go get it. That's not who we are. We want to, again, be very practically passionate in our communication with you. But by milking every second of the day is receiving value in those moments that you wouldn't normally find value that are going to help you in that job interview, that are going to help you answer the question, tell me more about you, tell me something I can't tell about your resume. It's going to build you out as an individual and you'll be very satisfied with who you become. So that's how we have crafted these seven things to do when you're feeling that whatever you're doing is a bit pointless. If you're scrolling through a feed, if you're opening up Friends for the 10th time, rewatching that show, great show, I'm not hating on it, but watching it for the 10th time, is that really where you're going to get value? Uh, so let's go into those seven things. Number one, reach out to that best friend that you had middle school or high school. Or even friends you haven't talked to in a short amount of time. Maybe it's the friend that you kind of lost touch with since you guys lived together freshman year in dorm. Now, shoot him a text. Say, what's up? I just encountered X and it reminded me of the time we did Y. How's your semester been thus far? And if I'm on the receiving end of that, I'm not going to be adverse to receiving that text. Right. I'm going to be, well, so what's like, the harm okay, in sending yeah, it, right? It's make it, remaking that connection. Who knows where you're just going to feel better, right? Another person is just an acquaintance that you've seen grinding away on social media. Someone that you've seen is doing research at top universities. They're starting their own business. We all have that one person that we're kind of taken back by and low-key watch on the sideline. Reach out to that person. Reach out to your professor for coffee. I really wanted an A in my economics class freshman year. We had a task in my communications class where we had to reach out and write an essay on someone interesting. Uh, he seemed like an interesting guy. Little did I know he was actually a war prisoner in Eritrea and started an educational system in that prison, which is incredible. And I was able to hear the story uh, and write about him. And, and he's a very personal contact of mine now but just because it, reaching out to him. You never know what's going to come in these situations. Rashab, is there anyone else for you? Yeah, for me, if there's somebody outside of your immediate environment, again, you know, bias alert here. Uh, oh, he's going to talk about <laughs> LinkedIn, isn't he? Yes, I love the platform. I promise they're not sponsoring this, but if but they if want they to. But if they want to, right, yeah. Uh, options yeah. on the table there. But really do go ahead and find someone on LinkedIn that you admire and just start a conversation with them. Check out our podcast where we talked about the structure of those conversations, but go ahead and do it. What do you have to lose? Yeah, if they're doing something you want to do, that's a great person to talk to. Number two. Avoid those urges to open up Facebook, in and out same thing with Instagram, and Try to find something to replace that time with value. Yeah, and a good way I found to do this is re having a book, always having a book on hand to read. It's a way that you can have a conversation with someone that you most likely won't have a conversation with. Maybe it's Elon Musk, but you can have that conversation with him by reading his autobiography. It's a great way to get content that you're not normally going to get in your day in and day out. 
Now, a good way to find the books to read, go on Fortune. A lot of different outlets have, you know, top 10 best books for this profession. If you want to be a vet, read the best 10 books to be a vet. If you want to be a CEO, read the top 10 books to be a CEO. That's what I did when I came in my freshman year, read topics like how to win friends and influence people, good to great, never read alone, smartest guys in the room. These lists are a great starting point to get content that you're not going to get on your day in and day out. But Alex, I mean, I, I struggle with this myself a lot and I know other people do as well. It's just it's so taxing, really, to finish a book. And maybe, like, how well, that's, do I... That's your issue. Is your, people look at books, and this is my issue that I had. I was not a bookworm in middle school and high school, but you need to look at, I'm going to extract value from this book. I'm going to find content that really relates to me. If I've read the same thing over and over again in the same paragraph, it's time to skip to the next page. For example, I'll go with this. I recently read a book by Ray Dalio called Principles. Highly recommend it. Great book. The whole intro was just on his story and how he came to find these principles. And it was great. And it definitely helped hit home some of the points. But the content for me was in the middle part of the book. It was a 400-page book. And I only read 200 of the pages. But it was enough to get me that content that I was looking for from that book. Stop looking at books as projects. It might help you approach and hate reading a little bit less. You know, maybe that still doesn't work for you. Rashad, how do you get your content? Yeah, for me, you know, I don't have a book on me at all times, but I do have my phone and I know everybody here does as well. I think apps are a great way to become productive. I know the right, the right apps, the right apps, right? Exactly. And I know you've got a couple that are up your sleeves. So Whenever you, I wake up, always BBC. What my, are some ones you you do? I'll say it again. I'm going to beat you to to the punchline of, of having that joke again. But the LinkedIn Daily Rundown, <laughs> yep, I figured that was coming. <laughs> it's such an awesome way that it aggregates everything that that's going on for the day or something that happened yesterday. And it's similar to like the Morning Brew, which does a really good job as well. And something else that I really love, I'm really into like the hotbed of startups and the tech scene. So TechCrunch for me does does wonders and then i really love looking at brands and ad week does an amazing job of this as well so one of these three you know we're talking about these little things can you tie one of these in to an experience that you've had where it's it's made your life better because you had a headline in your head where you could have a conversation with someone or an interaction that you had with someone yeah one of my buddies who is studying marketing right now and i had recently read a tech article and you you wonder how do those things correlate but it talked about how artificial intelligence can revamp retail and this is a guy going into merchandising and all this like in-store experience. But so he you became, was. You became relevant to him. Exactly. Yeah. And the conversation we're having, like he thought I was a very credible person just based on this little small tidbit that I could probe him on. I love it. Okay. Another good one, podcast. Uh, I, I listen regularly to the Sam Harris podcast. Doesn't mean I agree with everything he says, but it's a great way to form opinions on things that you might not have an opinion on. He also does one on meditation, which we'll, we'll might touch on a little bit later. But all you have to do is put in your headphones and listen. It's a great way where you don't have to strain your eyes looking at a screen. You can just put in headphones and have a private conversation there. Now, I know a lot of us hear this stigma all the time that social media apps are the cause for our demise. And I think in certain ways, yes, I, I can't argue with the studies, but to a certain extent, if you can flip those to become positive with Reddit, what I've done is I follow intentional, intentional. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's a perfect word for it. Following things such as r slash business or r slash entrepreneur. And again, replacing those urges of opening up Facebook again and going on LinkedIn instead. And lastly, when I have a group of friends who share similar interests, like Alex, I remember you and I were in the same like cryptocurrency group me and creating this communal cohorts where we can kind of what did you crowdsourcing your friends? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like like even crowdsourcing that information. So, you know, you're always speaking the same medium. So that's number two. Number three, watch a documentary. Now, we all have Netflix or you have someone else's, your ex-boyfriend's, your ex-girlfriend's Netflix account, too. 
you have Netflix. We'll assume that. This is another good way to listen or visualize something that you might not necessarily know much about. I find that before I go to bed, I usually spend 30 minutes absorbing some sort of content. Recently, it's been Netflix documentaries. And I saw one that crossed my uh, scroll bar and recommended, and it was called Rapture. You now, didn't watch Rapture. <laughs> so when they say, okay, what music do you like? I say anything but rap. I'll listen to anything but rap. Classical country won't touch rap. Now, after watching this show, I now have an appreciation for an entire genre of music and seeing it goes into the stories behind a lot of the artists at the forefront of that genre of music at this time. And I was able to sort of understand the struggles and meaning behind a lot of the lyrics and a lot of the content that's put out in that area. And it's given me an entire appreciation for it that I now enjoy listening to rap. It changed my perspective. That's something you can get from a documentary. You can get a deep dive into some content that you don't necessarily know a lot, but now I can have a conversation with someone who really likes rap, and it's another way that I'm going to connect with someone later on. Documentaries, number three. Number four, meditate or have some sort of reflection. We are not gurus, spiritual. Spiritual, yeah. We're not those types of people, but we do see a lot of value that comes from reflection and meditation because it's a good time to be intentional with your thoughts and understanding how your environment does really impact you. Sam Harris actually has a good podcast. He has like an eight minute podcast on what mindfulness meditation is. Basically just observing your thoughts, but not interacting with them, coming back to your breath and finding your breath. And then you'll find that after 10 or 20 minutes of doing that, you're more aware of how you're interacting with the thoughts that pop up in your head. But meditation is, I know a lot of, I have a lot of friends that can't sit still. You can't sit still. What do you do? No, I cannot be idle for like more than 10 minutes. So I really just have to get out there and be moving. And for me, even doing the simplest things is just walking has done wonders. And I make sure to really be purposeful and leave my phone, stay disconnected, go disconnect. for Disconnect. I like that. Yeah, yeah. disconnect. Exactly. Yeah. Because at that point, you're, you're only with yourself and you're observing your environment. But this is where I found I can just let my mind wander, but at the same time, build out the blueprint for what I'm going to plan to achieve in the next few days. Yeah. Another good one. I have a friend that writes down if he feels a very strong emotion at some point throughout the day, he'll then tie in a couple reasons of why he felt that emotion into a journal. And then he's reflecting on the things that are making him angry, mad, and he can begin to cut those things out. And it's that reflection that we're talking about, that sort of understanding how your environment impacts you that is important. So that is number four. Reflect, meditate, whatever is is right for you. Number five, build an interest in something you've always wanted to know or something that you love doing. Learn how to tie a bow tie. I, whenever I used to walk into a room and there was that, and it was a dressy occasion and there was someone wearing a bow tie, I was drawn to that person. I was always like, they must have some story. Most people don't wear a bow tie. Like, I want to be that person. We are so different. I'm looking at that person like, that guy's wearing a bow tie. All right. I don't know if I want to cross paths. Like, well, just, well <laughs> I now wear bow ties, so I'm glad to know what you think of me, Rashad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> learn, learn, how, learn how to play the ukulele. This is a good way where you're sitting around a campfire with your friends you know, a year from now or a couple months from now, and you happen to be that guy who can pull out the instrument and strum along, and people are enjoying themselves and start singing along to it. It makes you interesting, and it's just another thing that you can add. Now you have a musical town. And please, trust me, I, so I learned how to play the ukulele. I was bored one day, 
and I saw at home that we had a ukulele sitting on the shelf. It turned out to be my grandmother's sister's ukulele back from her childhood, still playable, and hopped on there and learned how to play. And now I have some sort of musical talent. I was never a musical person. It probably only took me a couple hours to actually be able to strum a couple things. I think they're called chords. I guess that <laughs> probably proves my uh, what's, uh, so what's your literacy. go-to? What's your number one? Who knows how to play the ukulele and doesn't know how to play Over the Rainbow. Okay. So yeah, right, I, think, I think the two go hand in hand. Yeah, and even learning these silly things for me as far as like 15 different phrases or words in five to ten different languages, it's just a quirky way to just develop yourself. I, don't know, I, I found enjoyment out of that. We all have that one friend who says can zoom tight when we sneeze, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even... You know, speaking of silly things, I will admit this: having that full-length body mirror is huge. I'm going on YouTube. <laughs> Where are you going? With like this? teaching yourself how to dance. Uh, for me, I'm trying to learn how to floss. The progress is still there. Uh, we'll let you guys is, know next week. What is week. flossing? With the backpack kid, move in and out. Like oh, okay. I said, the, the, right. yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that one goes. But uh, you know what? That's interesting. I'm interested, more interested in Rashad. Like, you're just picking up something that you can have a conversation with someone later about. Yeah. Another one that I did when I was younger was learning how to juggle. We all see that one guy who can just pick up three things, or one girl uh, who just picks up three things and starts strumming around, and we're like, oh, you know how to juggle. Like, you must be coordinated or something. Makes you more interesting, I guess. Uh, I mean, bow ties aren't cool, but I'll give you the juggling. The That's juggle thing like we'll a, go with. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Learning something that you've always seen other people do or just those sh- small little things that don't take a career of learning. You don't have to take a course on it, but little things you can pick up from learning on the internet. These are ways that you can relate to someone later on and build an answer when a recruiter asks, tell me something I can't see on your resume. Tell me about yourself. So that, that's how you build that. So that's number five. All right, Alex, let's move on to number six. Create something. Turn your hobby into a passion. I've got so many friends that are interested in sports, makeup, who have such a great voice and insight, and they've started a blog or even an Instagram account. I know, Alex, you've done this with photography on Instagram as well. Yeah, I started an Instagram account just to stay making sure that I had a reason to keep creating and, and content and improving my passion. I now know how to actually work an expensive camera. By investing in your passion and, and well, returning your hobby into a passion and doing something with it by creating, you'll, you'll find that you're learning more about it. That's kind of our story now, right? Like three years, you know, being sophomores. Yeah, I guess so. Sitting down and then finally you having that eureka moment. I still remember it's like the discussions we have on a regular basis. Why don't we put it out? Why don't we share it with the world? And look where it's gotten us today. Like being able to connect with you guys. It's been it's been a pleasure thus far. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun doing it. So that's number six. Turn your hobby into a passion. Create something that's going to make sure that you are held to the improvement of your skills in that area. And lastly, I think this is something that really goes understated in the realm of professionalism. We have so much time in our day where we're free for 20 to 30 minutes. Call mom and dad or any family member that Grandma, really, grandpa. Yeah, like that means so much to you. I think this is something I really am trying to get better at. I promise, Mom. But you have that time. Might as well give them that moment to hear what they've been up to, hear if they're struggling or having successes. I mean, these guys have had your back since day one. Why not give them that time? Yeah, if you're not providing any value to yourself at a for a segment of time, at the very least, connect with someone that you really care about and someone who cares about you. I got a call about a month ago saying that from my sister saying that my dad had had a heart attack and that he was in the hospital. He's doing completely fine now. Very fortunate that he's made it through it. But it makes you realize just how fleeting life is. So don't waste your time being bored. And when you are, at the very least, reach out to the loved ones. That's less of a professional tip and just a personal one from us. Moving on to the challenge for this week. Because it's obvious that you don't have time to waste, 
Get a notebook, and whenever you find yourself with a few minutes to an hour of doing nothing but scrolling through those feeds on Facebook, Instagram, or watching friends on repeat for the 10th time, like we mentioned, use that cue as your trigger. Habits are formed in three ways, and I would highly recommend The Power of Habit, which is a great book. It talks all about habits. There are three ways. There's the trigger. There's the thing that brings on the habit, right? So here it is. It's boredom that's going to bring on your habit of turning on Netflix. And then there's the habit, which is Netflix. And then there's the reward, which for you, that's the passing of time of watching that show. But let's create a different habit loop. Let's make that trigger, that understanding that you're doing something that's not providing value, that habit of one of these seven things, and then the reward. Here's the reward. With that notebook, write down the day and time when you have realized and caught yourself not providing value. Complete one of these seven tasks, write that down next to it, what you did, and then a week a week from there or a month, reflect back on that notebook and see all the moments that instead of wasting time and not adding value to your life, you added value to your life. Feel free to reach out to us. Our emails are pragpassion at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at pragpassion. And on Instagram, practically passionate. And as always, a big thank you to the contributors of the podcast, to our supporters who are listening to this podcast. We really appreciate it and we look forward to the next content. Thank you.